0: Welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast coming to you live (laughs) on the last day of the year, the shit show, the experience, the awakening that has been 2020. And yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited to be in your ears on the last day of the year. And if you are listening to it (laughs) in 2021, congrats, you survived. I asked people on Instagram what they were doing to, you know, end out the year and one person's response was survive and um, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that on a, a deep level. Um, other people talked about getting really fucked up and some were watching comedy drinking mimosas. I like the, you know, in the middle response. I think that's a, a good vibe. <laughs> but anyway, today's episode, it's just going to be a little bit more reflection kind of just more an episode about my life and my experience and kind of just tying up a nice neat little bow on 2020. I haven't really reflected on 23, the age that I was that ended in September. So I'm going to do a little bit of a reflection on that, especially the three months, um, the last three months of 23 in Boston reflect on things i've gone through, things i've learned in 2020. It's not going to be super structured, kind of just free flow. And then at the end of the episode, i'm going to have a little clip of a reading that i had for 2021 today. Um just a little bit of it because the whole thing in totality <laughs> is sacred. So i'm just going to include a little bit for you guys. Um so yeah, then you can check out uh, T Witch True for a reading if you want one as well um, with her lovely medicine cards. But anyway, before we get into the full episode, we still have our lovely, amazing sponsor, Tatiana of Awaken a Line. And I'm just going to tell you guys a little bit about that. If you haven't listened to the two episodes, before where she was our sponsor. Um Yeah, I met Tatiana in a course with Ashe Sundara, who's a goddess, and so is Tatiana. And yeah, I've just seen her blossom and bloom and really come into her purpose. And she's just such an amazing, beautiful, calming, calming energy that I just really love. So go check her out, go follow her. And yeah, so... Tatiana is offering a course. This is the Thriving Empath course, which is an online course for anyone who has a more sensitive, empathetic, or intuitive nature. As many of us know, many problems are, can arise from being this way, such as absorbing the energies and emotions around you or feeling confused about what's yours and what's not yours energetically and emotionally. This course is created to put an end to this for once and for all because in 25 videos you will learn everything you need to thrive more with your sensitive empathetic or intuitive nature you will receive lessons on relationships mindset boundaries emotional intelligence protection and more because at the end of the day this isn't about changing your nature this is about giving you the tools and techniques you need to thrive exactly as you are if you're ready to start feeling more empowered in your mindset, stable in your relationships, protected in your energy, aligned in your relationships, and peaceful in your heart, then this course is for you. And listeners of the Finding Your Freedom podcast will get a 10% discount on her course. Um, and that will be with the code Find Your Freedom in all caps. Find Your Freedom, all caps. And yes, that will all be in the show notes, so go check Tatyata out. And I couldn't be more proud to have her as a sponsor on the podcast. And yeah, I'm just super excited to have another amazing woman sponsoring the podcast that has such beautiful offerings and just this really beautiful co-creation process between us. So anyway... <laughs> I'm going to go into brief reflection on 23 and then go into 2020. 23 that's like 3 months of 2019, so the prelude to 2020. Go into 2020 and then end out with a little sneak peek into my 2021 reading, which will be really fun for you guys to hear some of the energy, some of the energy that I'm bringing into this new year cuz I have a lot. lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas, um, and can genuinely say I do not, (laughs) do not feel like the same person I was last year. The evolution just keeps speeding up. So, yeah, 23. Yeah, I've noticed a trend for me, um, with years that the, I don't know, it seems like the odd ones are a little bit more... (laughs) There's like stuff that happens afterwards and growth and healing in the fall, like there's always something crazy that's happening in the fall for me um but the the odd years seem to be a little bit more steady, and the even years are like harder harder birthdays for some reason is something that I've noticed um and after after I turned twenty three which is an odd birthday, um right before then, I actually got in a car accident um my car was totaled and then yeah kind of into that fall i just had a lot of a lot of deep healing around family family related wounds that i didn't know at the time but the accident kind of brought up for me i was also um in a way like my relationships with like my mom rel- no. <laughs> My romantic relationships or just my relationships with men, people of the opposite sex in a romantic way were also mirror mirroring those same things that I was learning. So there was just a lot of um, a lot of feeling very vulnerable and alone and just people choosing people that weren't showing up for me and then my family <laughs> not showing up for me. And just feeling this really, um, this like abandoned type of energy and through, yeah, through this experience of the accident, I kind of had to, I really, I really did a lot of learning around my dad and really having to kind of accept the person he was and like really his like weaknesses and. The, the darker sides of him and him not being able to show up to me and how he acts when he's defensive and some of his more um narcissistic tendencies and like gaslighting behaviors so that was really challenging for me too and me and my mom's relationship was in a really um hard place too so I, I just remember in October and November of that year I just felt I felt very open and very alone and very much in this, like, deep place of needing separation from my family and also, like, grieving um, my family and kind of the relationship I wanted with them. And, yeah, I can remember with my mom on this trip just, like, just really sitting with, like, this is the worst our relationship's ever been. And, like, I just, I feel like I don't have a mom. And, like, I just, I really felt really distanced and separate from my family and you know we would talk like once a month and yeah it was hard and during that time too I was kind of facing fears around career and following dreams and following intuitions and getting messages to apply for PhD programs and uh, things like that so I think they during that time there was just a ton of family healing kind of at the the beginning of 23 and like the end <laughs> the end of that year and kind of just like really finding something I really loved and like this really immense joy with that after coming from a place of just really hating <laughs> my day-to-day and what I was doing So there's just like so much gratitude and so much joy and so much, um, so much happiness in, in that time, too, in my first semester in grad school, it was just, like, (sighs) Tulane and the neuroscience faculty, like, shout out to them, they are all angels. If you haven't listened to episode on hormones, hormones (laughs) and behavior, um, with uh, Dr. Dahanich, you definitely should, because he, he's a gem, but, (laughs) Yeah I think that was kind of the beginning of 23 and then going into 2020 last year um, there was a lot of energy going on before the year even started and I had finals and I applied the PhD program and I was just so drained and um, was going home for Christmas but just like every part of my body it was like a firm no and I ended up going anyway and it was just like a really, like I didn't enjoy the, the holidays at all and it was like just extremely depleting and just like feeling like I couldn't make anyone happy and fights with family. It was, it was just like, weirdly enough, me and my mom's relationship was pretty good but everything else was like really bad and it was hard coming home to the Outer Banks too because that place carries a lot of memories and trauma so I came back from that got to New Orleans right before midnight to start the new year in New Orleans and yeah I was like sick the first two weeks of 2020 and super super exhausted um yeah and not not how I wanted or planned to start 2020 so I was just super sick and exhausted right until the kind of new semester started and it kind of happened that like one I had all these feelings of like I was scared that that semester wouldn't be as good as the last one because it had been like magical bliss basically like my first semester in grad school was like I don't know like one of if I look back on it, not that I'm not happy now, like things are different. I'm different. I'm in this interesting place of this. I don't know <laughs> what this space is. It's 2020. So there were obviously life was very different the fall of 2019. And we've all been going through our own unique experience. But like the happiest I've ever been, one of the happiest I've ever been was that first semester semester. And then I, I kind of got everything I wanted or everything I set out to do with grad school. I was finally able to be a TA, so I got to teach classes, and there was, like, some fear around that. And it was just a really packed semester, and I was, like, way overdoing it. Um, For 2020, I set the intention, the intention of power. And the first two months of the year, I kind of was going through this process and had to realize that, I'd been working from a very masculine paradigm, and with setting the intention of power, I had, you know, not done it in, like, a feminine flow magnetism power, but had been just like, ah, like, go, 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 and I was, like, just, I was in, like, 18 hours at some, or more than that, I think I was in 21 hours at some point, and I was TAing and doing research, and it was just, it was just craziness, so yeah I was able to drop some classes and kind of like slow down and was also really holding this like fear even the semester before of finding a lab that I was passionate about the research and like the right place to go and I'd kind of gotten like the downloads that I was like gonna go to Boston next or like I figured I would end up there um but yeah there was just a lot of fear and I just wasn't sure if I was gonna find a lab that was aligned with my interests and like just a lot of uncertainty and fear about not not getting a job so I think I was like really sitting in that uncertainty which was a little bit challenging um then February kind of ended it was Mardi Gras and realizing I needed to come to feminine power and I was starting to apply for jobs and then (laughs) march turns around which i'm sure we all remember march (laughs) very well um and have our last weekend last hurrah out like in new orleans i had my phd interview had some other interviews and figured out i was like going to carry on to the last interview for this job i was really excited about which happens to be the job i have now um and then it got moved to remote and you know (laughs) march 16th when everything changed started to happen and school was remote and they gave us a week off and it was just like um so much like turbulence and things happening and (laughs) me doing the final interview and then me I flew out to Boston for like less than 24 hours during that time because I wanted to see it and then me getting the job when I did that and basically them telling me I had 24 hours because the job was gonna close and all the stress of like trying to figure that out and deciding to accept it in spite of some major limitations and sacrifices and not being able to live alone with the salary and some other sacrifices. So it was intense. And then, you know, as March carried on, we all we all were riding that wave of like, oh, it's only going to be like two weeks and then like, it'll be fine. And then, yeah, that was not the case. Um, And yeah, I just, I really struggled to figure out if I was still going to leave New Orleans and keep the job and like so much going on and happening and then finding my strength again of like, I'm going to do these side hustles to make this work and all of that type of thing and signing up for ashe sundara's class which was a really um pivotal moment of like stepping into what i'm wanting to do now of my own business and everything I, i definitely think of that as like a mindset turning point moment of my year that completely changed the course of everything of learning um intuitive feminine business and money energetics from a place of pleasure so that was amazing um in april too i (laughs) had my first threesome a 2020 um got involved in that (laughs) type of messiness um i had amazing podcast interviews i started my podcast in january why did i not mention that but i started this in january um but yeah i had like an amazing interview in april and like was setting up to get some of my dream guests on the show you know two months in and which was incredible and kind of the up levels from ashe's class and the threesome was an interesting experiment um and then going into may when it was like really my time to leave soon um something really hard happened with my neighbor, um, kind of a, I'm saying kind of, but a, a sexual assault type of situation, and that was really hard for me, and I think that was also, like, a big moment of my year of, um, and even with the threesome, too, it allowed me to realize a lot of sexual shame that I was still holding on to, and then a lot of Um, just that past like traumas related to sex haven't been fully reprogrammed and healed in my mind, in my brain and in my body. Um, so wanting to try and do EMDR therapy related to that, um, which will hopefully start next year and I can tell you guys about it. I also want to have, um, a therapist or someone that kind of specializes in EMDR on the podcast because I think EMDR is the greatest and I fight people in my lab about it all the time. Um. So yeah, that was May and kind of my last couple of weeks in New Orleans, just processing all of that, um, which was hard. And yeah, from... Let me just take a sip of water. From that, somehow on like one of my last nights in New Orleans, I had like a really healing sexual experience and had another threesome (laughs) before i left and yeah just the i was dealing with the sexual assault stuff but also just like the most immense grief and heartbreak to leave new orleans like in fear it was just like so hard (laughs) those two weeks i just I literally I was like I knew I was going to live with a roommate and like the space I had in New Orleans was like just so sacred and safe and yeah it was really really hard to leave it and I just I don't know I was kind of a mess the last two weeks I was in New Orleans trying to hold things together but also like feeling like my heart was breaking to leave new orleans but knowing that it was right but it was very 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 hard and i still had the phd offer that needed to be denied and it was just a lot of energy and then you know it was finishing my master's and finishing it online which was a lot of grief in itself of not getting a proper graduation and getting to see my people um and celebrate with them um and then I said bye to who I could say bye to and packed up my stuff and packed up my car and started heading to Boston it's interesting just with like the way words sound like New Orleans just like sound like in my body there's like a residence and when I say Boston it's like meh (laughs) it's like no but anyway I would learn that later um, I packed up my car and was like on the way to Boston and like the further I got from New Orleans like the more the more I was able to to accept it but I definitely you know I definitely still was like sad and missed it a lot and had a really hard time leaving of like the only way I'm okay with this is if I like come to visit often and like think I'll be going to visit in I guess like a month and a half now which is crazy, but <laughs> even me, it must be, like, the cancer boot or something, but even me saying I'm gonna go visit in a month and a half, my, I'm, like, I'm, like, can my heart handle this? I feel like I'm gonna be so emotional because New Orleans is just, like, such a special place, but packed up my car, went and saw some family, and it was just, like, a really, for the most part, there were some things that were not <laughs> like this, but for the most part, it was a really, nice visit like a really peaceful visit and getting to see my family and just like be around people more than I had for the pandemic and like in June everyone was starting to feel like oh my god it's over or whatever we were feeling and then like getting to see a friend in DC which was nice and then in June was when um you know all of like the racial tension and Things were happening, and you know, the riots and the protests and everything. um, And things were really very intense. And I kind of caught the tail end of that at home and family having different views and yelling and us yelling and lots of things going on. So that was a lot. But I got to Boston and just on the drive there, and you know, right when I was outside of Boston, like on the road. I was like felt like oh my god there's so much gratitude like I can't believe I did this like I got a job at Harvard this is my dream job it's blah 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 like it's coming together it's so exciting and I was like so grateful um and so excited and I just think back to that now and I'm like oh how did it end up being how this is but yeah I got that and when I got to Boston, I got a reading and it was just, like, super positive about me, like, aligning more with my life purpose and that, like, love was on the horizon and, like, I don't know, just positive things. Um, and then I had, like, had, like, an interesting sexual experience. I ended up having to take plan B, which just really throws off my body and my emotions, and my intuition, um so that happened and then I had like a friend breakup in and I I also had a friend breakup in January which was really hard that I did not mention but I had a friend breakup and the plan b stuff and I was starting my job and then I also found out my uncle had gotten cancer during the pandemic and I was always very optimistic about everything. And then about a week before he passed away, um, I kind of like got told like he's not like he's dying, like he's going to die very soon. And it was like really, really hard for me because I had been in denial about it um, before And that happened kind of with everything else and me wanting to like run there, go there, like all of these things. And then he passed away and yeah, July was just really hard (laughs) with all of that and just like overworking myself and like trying to get things done related to moving and them just taking a long time and being frustrated and me being like really drained and out of alignment and sad and just (laughs) having a hard time and missing New Orleans and I was having roommate problems and then he invited some girl to stay with us for like weeks and it was like really frustrating and like I like couldn't work and it was just like it all continued into August and was just like negative and I was just not able to catch my breath or like feel like there was a sense of home and then I was kind of moving in September. I guess this is getting to turning 24. So I th- I think like some of the main lessons that I kind of learned with 23 was like really a lot around family healing and then around like sexual trauma and sexual shame and that there's still more to work through there and stuff with like Ashe's class I think is like a really big thing of Twenty-three, two of expanding my mindset for what is possible for me in terms of business and helping women. But yes, so at the end of August, I moved into a new apartment with a different girl. And I was so incredibly drained by that whole experience. U-Haul um, at the time had lost all my stuff later to find out they threw it all away. Um, So September was very hard. I had a good birthday, but I... And in August, too, I, like, started to admit to myself that I didn't like Boston and um, didn't like the people and just, like, didn't vibe with the city. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, in September... It was kind of just like really sad and like grief New Orleans and like what do I do and I'm so unhappy and I'm also stressed about money because the money, the side hustle or the money I needed to make to make this whole thing work um, hasn't come through yet because everything's been so chaotic so it was like money stress and like all my stuff was thrown away and all I wanted was to feel a sense of home and yeah it was really hard and then into October things were still hard i i saw one of my first friends get married which brought up a lot of emotions um I went to my uncle's memorial service and then found out my grandma had cancer and then she had a surgery and almost passed away on top of all the other things and turns of 2020 when things started to get bad again in September, and we realized, you know, this would be a whole other year of this, and uh, just feeling really sad. Um, So that was all happening in October, and kind of realizing that there were some issues with work, and that I just don't um, vibe with the people at work, (laughs) and being honest with myself about that, and certain things about work that aren't as positive. And yeah, with that, finally getting through to November and having this time and this like going through this really intense process of thinking I was going to leave and go back to New Orleans and kind of like sitting with all of that and processing all of that and like realizing after going through the grief and all the things that that wasn't what was right. And knowing that I was supposed to stay in Boston for the time being. Um, so kind of going through that and November really wanting to get into a routine and like. Start working on some of the ways I was going to make money and my own independent projects and getting into a routine and like um, just being really healthy with my body. <laughs> and I think I should elaborate on the men stuff that this summer to end out, um, 23, I just had a lot of bad, uh, men experiences, um, sorry, I was distracted. <laughs> uh, thinking about men, but I had a, a lot of bad men experiences of, uh, just, like, I think in July, too, something that made it hard is I, I met this guy, and he, was just like very narcissistic and gaslighting and like it was just like a really um hard (laughs) experience to go through and then just meeting another guy that was just like an asshole and then even into September too I was just like having um like meaningless sex and had to realize for myself that um that just doesn't work for me right now in this moment and that I'm really, I don't want to share that part of myself with someone that doesn't, um, that doesn't deserve that. Um, so kind of with that, I would say in October, I was really just completely taking time off of boys. And then kind of no end of November, I was like, okay, I'll get back out there and maybe try and make some time for dating again and i i know what i want and it's not casual sex like i want a deeper connection um so that was something <laughs> something i did in november too um yes so i did that in november and i met this guy that i really really liked at the time and was really excited about and And, yeah, just kind of transforming those relationships that I was having. And also, at the time, I kind of um, got the download of, you know, I think I'll be in New York next. I don't know when that will be, but I think that's, that is my next place. Um, So, yeah, I had a really positive November. And felt felt like for thanksgiving i needed to go to new york and just feeling like with like the december eclipses starting and the trip to new york feeling goes this really powerful portal portal energy um so i went to new york (laughs) there's a pretty much a whole episode on that that everything you desire is possible and I had like the most amazing transformative time, which I plan to post on Instagram soon, but it's it's juicy. Could offend some people. <laughs> um, but it will be posted soon. But anyway, it was just I met an amazing friend, I got to hang out with some great people and someone that I honestly just had a really big crush on. Um that was like, I guess like low-key famous. But anyway, it was it was like very fun and just like felt so expansive and just felt like the energy that I was meant to be in and that just really confirmed like New York is the place and my life gets to feel this good. My life gets to feel this magnetic and it's it's not all of the Northeast that has felt this like dead and sad with COVID. Like New York feels so much more Um, so much more alive. And kind of with that and with that portal, (laughs) I just felt like anything was possible and felt high. And then when I came back to Boston, it was, you know, the same feelings and the same realizations of like, wow, I'm really depressed here and I don't want to be here. And I was feeling like my life was my life was in New York like the guys I wanted to hang out with like everything I wanted was in New York just my job was here um and it was really hard the first two weeks or so and like trying to navigate all of that energy and like when would I go to New York and what does this mean and having a hard time at work too um I think was kind of a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, like kind of with that, I, the guy that I liked a lot before New York, I didn't really like anymore, and I need to um, send him a message about that. If he's listening to the podcast, he'll know, but I will send him a message because this is just a great time for a PSA that I don't believe in ghosting. I believe in closing the doors and telling people the truth so anyway but yeah I just felt like I completely changed from that trip or three days in New York and I just had no interest in this guy anymore um I hung out with him when I got back to kind of confirm that and it was um very much confirmed I also to end out the year listened to my intuition and took um took a month off of drinking off of alcohol I guess it has been a month today. Um, I'm gonna have my first drink in a month. Drink in a month tomorrow, which should be interesting. Um, it's been really great. It Feels like the perfect way to end this roller coaster year. Um, and honestly, I'm I'm excited to drink tomorrow. But I don't know. It's just given me like a new appreciation for alcohol and like its power and like just kind of like treating it more. <laughs> more just like a drug. Like, I just, I really enjoy my, like, natural consciousness. Um, But it made me, like, appreciate, like, oh, it is cool to, like, change your consciousness or change your reality with, like, substances sometimes. Like, that can be a fun thing. Um And also just made my, just made my body feel very healthy. It made me feel more creative and, like, my intuition was clear. Um, the creative thing was like a really big thing for me. It helped me um, launch my coaching program and get my first client. Start working on my my book. Um, start redesigning my website. Um, and start working on some other projects. So that was really big. But yeah, I realized I didn't like that guy. And was having these feelings about New York. And then I... Found this guy on hinge, and just like instantly felt attracted, not like like a magnet, <laughs> like attracted to his energy, even like through the app. Um, so we started messaging, and the conversation was really good. Um, so like the weekend before Christmas, we hung out, and it was really great. Um, but there were lessons to be learned from that experience, um, around, um, birth control methods and condoms (laughs) and things that I'm not completely going to elaborate on right now, but it brought up a lot of the similar energy that was brought up for me in May around, um, sexual trauma and things like that. Um, so that is that's definitely been a theme of this year for me uncovering more layers of that. Also, my main project at work is all about sexual abuse from twelve to sixteen. <laughs> so there's been a lot of hints, but I'm committing next year to doing EMDR related to that um, which I'm happy to say and to share. but anyway, that whole experience was very interesting and transformative because. I had really had stronger feelings for someone in, in New York and kind of through this experience, I kind of like, I kind of realized that it was just like a fleeting kind of fantasy and that the person that I had met in Boston was, um, the real deal. Like a divine masculine man who had the capacity to be vulnerable and to be strong and, to just just be that um just really embody the divine masculine in someone you would want to worship um for their consciousness for their presence and for his sexy ass body <laughs> no no uh no nothing is hidden here but um yeah so that was a very interesting experience and I was processing a lot of that and old sexual th- Things while I was home for Christmas this past week which was a very interesting experience but Christmas Christmas this year was more positive um, I set better boundaries and still tired hopefully not sick yet but yeah I was able to set better boundaries and that made all the difference um so yeah, just coming back because I, I came back Monday now I'm kind of in this phase of just releasing twenty twenty reflecting on like the big growth, reflecting on the hard things, reflecting on the things I learned, and reflecting on the energy that I want to carry into twenty twenty one and not putting any pressure on it i'm I'm definitely one to put a lot of pressure on reflecting and you know self-help and personal development but I'm very much not um, putting pressure on it and just spending more time like to celebrate getting through this year reflecting and then letting the first week of 2020 and everything that's happened since the eclipses and the great conjunction and all of that to kind of inform my intentions and the ritual that I will do for starting out 2020 um probably not next week but the week after that I might do an episode just on my ritual for 2020 I have some like really fun ideas and plans for my ritual so I can share that with you guys if you would like (laughs) um I'm probably gonna share it anyway but if you would like send me a dm um about that and then today on this second to last day of 2020 I got a reading and that is going to be included next. So stay tuned for that. Um I have some fun music before <laughs> before that, but that'll be exciting and I'm excited to share a clip of that with you guys. And when I talk about my ritual, share more on what energies I'm working with in 2021. Um but just a brief little thing. I am going to New York tomorrow. I'm starting the new year in potentially my new home at some point in the future. Um, Yeah, and just a really positive, positive feeling, positive feeling way. um, And just opening up this year for real financial, financial abundance and... Um really strong community relationships and love, so yes, here are my reflections on twenty twenty and twenty three the start of twenty four which has been very interesting um of grieving New Orleans, questioning everything and feeling like I was in another awakening, <laughs> so yeah, catch, catch, check out a little bit of my reading.
1: My sweetness, you just got hummingbird. (laughs) And that is again a very powerful winged insect that changes illumination. So, what it's telling me, and it is not reversed, it is upright, is that you've changed who you are over the last year. Does that make sense? (laughs) You've become illuminated. You have become illusionary, meaning people don't know you like they did before. You have changed. You have literally changed your color. And I would say color meaning your auric color, meaning you've opened up a whole other side of yourself and illuminated yourself to a point where you can feel um, present. Present. and it's also being very uh, free being free to do what it is you want with who you want the power of knowing who you are the power of knowing. Oops, no one's going to um to no one is going to be able to cut your wings does that make sense yes there's not going to be uh, like almost like you're you're enjoying the nectar. If you remember how hummingbirds do, they love sugar, so they circle around the 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 um, the uh, hummingbird feeder and they enjoy the nectar. And you can't catch them. You can't. You can barely see their wing color, and yet you know it has many many different colors. So in a way, look at you like that. Like that's presently what's going on right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely resonate with that. And, um, one, I I definitely feel like a a new person, but also this, this connects to me a lot back to work and feeling, feeling like they're trying to hold back my wings and me just wanting to knowing who I am and wanting to do things completely freely and on my own terms.
1: In- I think yeah, I think that's where you're going. I don't, if this would have been upright, um, not upright and reversed, I would say you're still not there, but it's so relevant. Again, when I do your reading so often, I see that there's the same elements coming up over and over with you. It's just validating what you already know. And now it's like, because it's hummingbird in, it's a double number too. It's a four-four. I would watch fours in your life. I would watch um, the four corners, meaning north, south, east, west. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um. I wouldn't keep New York in your sights. I would maybe say the world is your sights. You know what I mean? Like every element of change and direction is really really pretty much open to you
0: yeah i feel that <laughs> mhm
1: and you're enjoying the nectar and really sit with it like don't get caught like hummingbird doesn't get caught you know you don't see oh i caught a
0: hummingbird you just don't see it yeah i think this year too i was like realizing today that i used to create so many unnecessary hurdles and so much unnecessary pressure in my life and I just like I don't feel that anymore like I just feel like unconditional love and like self-compassion for myself Uh and just like wanting to be present and enjoy all of it it just it feels like I've just taken away so many unnecessary hurdles to like
1: And that's what hummingbird is exactly what you just described. It's taking away all of those other like distractions and knowing like, no, this is how I create it. And I'm in, I'm responsible for how I create my life.
0: (laughs) Yes. I see me with my own business, just, you know. Yeah. Navigating
1: it, navigating it your way and being there when you need to and not being there when you don't have to. It's like you're, you're constantly creating this, this image of illusion. It's all an illusion.
0: Yeah, I definitely have had with that idea. I definitely have had questions on like, if I'm completely on my own business, like how will neuroscience fit in? Will there be some sort of part-time thing or like teaching or like, you know? Just I think those are some thoughts that come into my head about that.
1: I don't know. I think it's still going to be opened up to this year. Let's see what the next card is.